Hi, I'm Vivian. And I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week, we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series, Bob's Burgers, and we create a themed burger based on the episode. This week, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 2, Full Bars. It is our first holiday episode. Yay! Woo! Halloween in August. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, if you're listening to this in August. Yeah, you could listen to it at the appropriate holiday time. Yeah. So, October. Or September, if you're, like, one of those people that's like, I can't wait for Halloween, I want it to happen now, today is November 1st, and there's only 364 days until next Halloween. That's basically me. (laughs) This episode was written by Stephen Davis and Kelvin Yu. It was directed by Buon Lim and Kyung Hee Lim, and it aired October 7th, 2012. So at least it was in the right month when it did air. Yeah. Not exactly... October, like, Halloween, but yeah. Bob's has a very bad track record for airing their holiday episodes at the correct holiday. Mm -hmm. And I think that's Fox's fault. Yeah, I'm just going to blame Fox for everything, so. It's easy. They're Mm -hmm. an easy target. This episode has the voice of Joe Lotruglio? I hope I don't even know. (laughs) I'm really confident about that name. I know, I'm sorry. Um, he plays Charles Boyle on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and, uh, I recognized his voice immediately because I started watching that show, and he's pretty hilarious. So he voices Bryce, which is one of the Hell Hunt teens. Yes. The one who's quite obsessed with Amanda, the, uh, horrible senior. Really. She's terrible. Bye! Bye! <laughs> so the store next door was Year-Round Halloween Store. With a sign that said, closed for Halloween. Ask about our masks. Great. Love it. And the exterminator van was Bats All, folks. Which is very similar to all of season one's Rats All, folks. Yeah, that's cute. I like it. And we had one burger of the day, which was the Jack-O-Lentil burger. It was very cute. Yeah. I like it. I'm sure all of our burgers will beat that. Probably. I would think so. I've got some some fairly good ones. I yeah, don't. We, we only have one burger of the day. This week, because we don't really spend much time in the restaurant at all. We sort of, we're there at the beginning, we set things up, and then we're on King's Head Island and at Teddy's apartment, house, whatever. Apartment, I think. Okay. A little trivia for this week. This is the first appearance of King's Head Island, and instead of rodents scurrying up on the sidewalk when the exterminator van pulls up, there's bats flying. Of course. Yeah. We see bats and jack-lanterns as scene transitions throughout the episode. All right, so let's just jump right in, Jason. Sure. Head first. The kids ask their father if they can trick-or-treat alone this year, and he reluctantly allows them. Bob and Linda go to Teddy's Halloween party, where he has spray-painted his entire home black and orange. Teddy lends Bob a costume to get him in the spirit, because, of course, Bob shows up with no costume. Oh, Bob, you're the worst. Even Linda has a great mermaid (laughs) costume. Eh, Great, terrible, you know... Same, same. The kids bemoan their (laughs) terrible treats before they head over to King's Head Island, hoping the rich people will have better candy. Yeah, I guess King's Head Island is the rich people island. Yeah, it makes sense, you know. Like, Manhattan is an island where many people with riches live. (laughs) 
not good at this. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it is called King's Head Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Good point. King, you know, yeah. riches, royalty. Mm-hmm. Now, as a kid, you're always striving for that perfect neighborhood, that jackpot area that just dishes out the candy and you mm-hmm. get buckets of it and and you're eating candy for like the next four months. Yeah, seriously. Full bars, pop, good chips. Those were the things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was a kid, oftentimes I would try to go into like the better areas of my neighborhood. Your neighborhood was pretty good. Yeah, my neighborhood was pretty good, actually, because it's like very suburban. But actually, a friend of mine moved um, to a richer neighborhood when she was around 14. And we were still going trick-or-treating at that time. It was like, we trick-or-treated until the end of high school. We figured we could get away with it as yeah, long as our costumes were good. Eh, yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. Depending on the outfit. But that's, we that's... put out, we put effort into our outfits. So most of the time people were okay with giving us candy. Right. Anyway, she lived in a richer neighborhood. And so it was like, we have to go to your neighborhood. They're going to give us more candy. Yeah. We would always, I never really lived in a nicer suburban neighborhood. It was always just regular old Joe Schmoes. And so we'd get my friend's dad to drive us to the oh, better neighborhoods. Nice. And he'd dump us out in the street and We'd wander around for half an hour or so and then get back in the van and go to another rich neighborhood. And oh, yeah, it was nice. fun. Okay. Did you use pillowcases as your... Yeah. Pillowcases, absolutely. Yep. 100%. Same. Same. I'll never forget one year I had a three pillowcase haul. Ooh. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I would do. Yeah, the kids are amateurs. The Belcher kids are using plastic bags. Yeah, what the hell? Come on. You gotta pillowcase it up. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Okay. Uh, anyway, about the episode, you said to me today that you don't care for this one. Yeah, it doesn't really work for me. There's a few moments that I really like, but meh. Why meh? Tell me more, Jason. I find the Teddy side story really boring. Okay. Doesn't work for me at all. It has potential, but it was just flopped, I think. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Those are the scenes I mostly want to skip through when I'm watching again. I really like the idea of, oh my goodness, it's like a murder mystery now. Teddy's guinea pig has been killed and we got to find out who it is. Let's examine all the clues and all that. And then it just turns out to be Teddy going crazy. Well, yeah, he spray painted his guinea pig. That's ridiculous. And yeah. Really dangerous. Yeah. So um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the side story. And I don't know, the kids on the island, are. I like it when the kids go on adventures. Okay. And that's what this is. And it's great seeing them do that. But I don't know, the whole side story with the hell hounds and I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. I can't really explain it. Mm, okay. Well, what do you think of the kids' outfits? We've got Tina as the mommy mummy. We've got Louise as Edward Scissorhands. And we have Jean dressed up as Queen Latifah from your, her... In her U-N-I-T-Y phase. Yes. They're good. Yeah? Okay. I don't know. I didn't think they were extremely clever or very exciting. Mm. I like jeans. Jeans was great. Yeah, jeans is creative. And actually, I looked up her outfit afterwards, and his outfit is actually really well done. Yeah. Yeah, he did a great job. Um, I think that Louise could have easily been Frank from Donnie Darko, but mm, okay. Edward Scissorhands is probably a little bit more appropriate for her age. You know, Donnie Darko might be a little bit much for a nine-year-old. Yeah. It's also a bit too 
modern and not as many people have seen Donnie Darko than they have Edward Scissorhands. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'm guessing that's going to be one of her costumes as she grows up. Okay. Let's just say that. I could okay. see that. What are some of your favorite Halloween costumes that you've done over the years? I was a Ninja Turtle when I was a kid. Oh. And I had a real turtle shell. What? Yeah. Uh, I was young. I was small. I was seven, I think. And Still. Yeah, it was a big turtle shell. Where did you get this turtle shell? I don't remember. Why did the turtle not have its own shell anymore? Because it was dead. Oh. I didn't kill it for its costume. But like, who did? I don't know. I don't remember the story of the shell. The point is, I had a turtle shell. <laughs> and it was pretty Did it have cool. the front part too? No. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't fit inside. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, And I was, I think I was supposed to be Leonardo, the blue one who had swords, and I brought knives to school. What? Yeah, I brought two little, Tell like, me they knives. were butter knives. I don't were remember. Were they butter knives? I don't remember. Oh, God. They but were probably, regardless, like, steak knives. they were... I was allowed, because it was part of my costume, and it wasn't even that big of a deal, because it was, like, 92. So, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was, uh, that was one That of would my... not happen now. No. <laughs> and then I also had a skeleton costume, either a year later or... Something like that, which my mom hand painted on black clothes. So black turtleneck and black pants. And Mm -hmm. she hand painted all the bones and she had gloves for me. And she hand painted all the bones and the gloves, the hand bones. And she still has the costume. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really neat. And it's tiny. I looked at it and it's like, it's so small. (laughs) You don't realize how small you are until you see your old clothes from when you were like tiny. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Wow. Okay. What about you? What were some of your favorite Halloween costumes? Probably my f- most favorite was when I was a Rubik's Cube. Um, that was I, in university, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually. It was my first year of university and it was just a lot of fun to um, to paint that thing and like, I don't know. It was just, it was cool. It was fun. It was different. Um, it was kind of a pain in the butt to walk around in, but it was cool. Probably worth um, it. Another favorite outfit of mine was also just made out of a box, mainly. Um, I was a creepy jack in the box. So I made, like, the box, right? Uh-huh. And then I had... Um, my mom actually sewed me uh, a Joker hat. Okay. Um, like and, a jester hat? Yeah, a jester hat. That's what I meant. Yeah, she's, she sewed one of those for me. Uh, and I had, like, this creepy makeup on, and I could, like, pop out of it, and it was it was just fun. Um, I contemplated, like, getting the music so that, like, people could, like, try and crank right. it. But, uh, yeah, that was a little too advanced for me, How I think. How old were you? Um, I was in high school. Okay. I was in grade... Oh, my God. I was in grade nine. Yeah, I was in grade nine, and I remember going to my That's why you got school. candy, because you had great costume. Yeah, exactly. I had good costumes. Um, I was in grade nine, I went to the Halloween dance at my school, and I remember I had this crush on this, like, really goth guy <laughs> at the time. <laughs> and he thought my costume was cool. And I was so happy about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, he thinks I'm cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, nice. I'm dressed as, like, a scary jack-in-the-box. Like, there's nothing romantic about was? that. No, I don't. I think he was just wearing his regular clothes. Oh which was goth, like goth. guys. <laughs> just, like, every day. <laughs> so, um, you know what all these costumes have in common? What? They're all homemade. Yeah. Yeah. Homemade costumes are fun. It's fun to make your own. Yeah. You made a Enderman costume a few years back. I did. For Minecraft. That was cool. Yep. Very cool. Um, 
I worked on a little sister costume from, from Bioshock, Bioshock yep. a little while ago, and that was fun too. Yeah, it's fun to make costumes for sure. Even if you don't feel like you have the skill, just tackle it one little bit at a time and people appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Unless it looks like absolute garbage. But <laughs> still. <laughs> so do it as long as you don't suck at it, basically. Yeah. Advice from Jason. Yeah. It's good. It's life advice, too. <laughs> All right. So back to the episode. Oh, my God. Um, what episode are we talking about? <laughs> shush. Um, freaking Bob is not in the spirit. And, like, he's just ridiculous. He's saying, like, oh, this isn't a kid's party. And it's like, you don't need to be a kid to wear a costume. You can have fun. You know, I'm 27 now. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm 27 now. And, like, I'd still wear Halloween costumes. Why not? When the kids go to Kingshead Island and they go from house to house, you can see in the background all these adults having parties. Mm -hmm. And all the costumes that they're all wearing. So, adults like to dress up, too. Why not? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I'm officially, legally, an adult. (laughs) As of, like, 20 years ago. Well, no, like... No. As of, like, 13 years ago. Oh, my God. And I still like to dress up. And if you don't, then... (laughs) You're a party pooper. (laughs) Uh, I do like Gretchen's outfit. She's got the cheerleader (laughs) uniform. With UTI written on it, and I was like, "Really?" If you're not, oh if you God. don't know, it's it's very clever because it looks just like a cheerleader outfit with like a university's letters on it. Yeah, like some sort of Greek thing. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's just the Greek house of urinary tract infection. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's all pledge. Oh God, no, thank you. Okay, we'll continue. The Belcher kids meet Milo and Ned, two boys from Kingshead Island. Teddy's party is derailed when his guinea pig is found dead and he insists on finding the killer. The Belcher kids marvel over the full-size chocolate bars they receive. Ned and Milo warn them about Hell Hunt when teenagers come out and vandalize the neighborhood and harass the younger kids. Okay, I never had anything like Hell Hunt that never happened at all. Um... So this just feels a little, like, ridiculous to me in a way, because why are you bullying kids that are so much younger than you? I've never understood that in movies or TV shows. Like, to have someone who's in high school bullying someone who's, like, nine years old? Why? Even Logan, last episode, I'm like, dude, get a life. Like, how are you not over this yet? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Like, Louise is nine, and he's in grade nine, so that's... 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah, He's like five years older than her. Like, stop making fun of someone who's five years younger than you. Um, It's the superiority. It's like the power trip. You're that much older and bigger and quote unquote smarter and stronger and you just feel superior. Yeah. Bullying is stupid, guys. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Don't be a bully. I do like Linda flirting with Bob saying he looks really cute in his costume. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I really appreciate her love for Squishy Bob. I totally get it. Like, the squishy person that you just want to hug and (laughs) and that you want them to hug you. Like, I love it. And it's just amplified in the end credits, too. We get one of my favorite Gene lines this episode. Mm -hmm. He's got a couple good ones. Mm -hmm. But, ah, Helen Hunt, run! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Whenever I think of Helen Hunt, I think of what women want. And I can't remember the guy who is 
Mel Gibson. Yes, Mel Gibson. I was like, I don't know. He's racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's backtrack. Backtrack on that. But that's what I think of when I think of Helen Hunt. I always think of Bonnie Hunt, and I'm always amazed that they're not related. Oh. Because to me, they look identical. And they have the same last name. Maybe and they're distantly related. Distantly, like, not. <laughs> distantly, so like, distant they're how not. distant you and I are related. Of which we are not, thank God. Precisely. <laughs> I've read that this episode is paying tribute or is partly is partly an homage to the 80s movie called The Warriors. I've a, never heard of that. It's like a gang movie. Oh, it's a gang movie? My mm-hmm. God, that's intense. And I've never actually seen it. Neither have I. Listener, if you've seen it and you feel like this is a perfect homage, let us know. Bits of it, not the whole episode. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Back at Teddy's apartment during his party, Mike the mailman has a a line, which is barely a line, but I really like it, when Teddy says, every man is capable of murder if he's pushed. Far Um, enough. Far enough. Yeah. I'm I'm paraphrasing here. And you just see Mike going, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm. I feel like that mm mm-hmm comes from some story in his past. We get a little bit of backstory about Mike the Mailman. We know he's limpy. (laughs) We know that he has uneven legs. Uneven legs, right. And we learn his last name is Wobbles. Which is just unfortunate for someone with a limp. Uh, It's like he was born. He doesn't have a limp, though, because he actually has, like, special shoes. Yeah, he's got prescription shoes. Prescription shoes? Sure. Does he go to the doctor and, like, say, like, can I get some of those shoes? Maybe he wears one platform. I'm so sorry to anyone out there with prescription shoes. Wait, those people exist? I don't know why that just sounds funny. Because I'm imagining someone going to, like, a pharmacy and just, like, picking up, like, a pack of prescription shoes. (laughs) Like, you would pick up, like, I don't know, your birth control. Anyway. Like, in Community, (laughs) Jeff says, Shut up, Leonard. We know about your prescription socks. Yeah, like, what what are those? (laughs) What are those? Do they have... Some sort of cream in it for, like, psoriasis or something? Maybe they release, like, aloe. They release aloe? What, when frightened? (laughs) 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 Okay. So, Mike Wobbles has prescription shoes. And that's actually his last name, yeah. Apparently. Which kind of seemed like a one-off gag. Yeah, I wonder really... if I, I don't think they'll ever bring that up again. Yeah. And not that I've noticed, anyway. Yeah. But uh, we do get hints that he has a dark past, for sure. And maybe the uneven legs are somehow related. Who knows? Right. Because in his past, maybe currently, he's undercover as a mailman. Mm, mm-hmm. And he's got weapons, guns, and he keeps one under his shoe. That's why he has uneven legs. Yeah, because... he just pretends... That he needs prescription shoes. Oh, those fakers asking for prescription shoes. We all know they've got their handguns under their soles. Okay. (laughs) Moving past Mike the Mailman. (laughs) We'll continue. Linda discovers fur and scratch marks on the back of Bob's fat suit. He's killed Teddy's guinea pig, Francis. (gasps) Things have turned dark this episode. They have. Very dark. Tina convinces her siblings to save Milo and Ned from the horrors of Hell Hunt. Louise steals the cell phone of a popular girl and distracts the teenagers by sending them a text message from her phone, inviting them to skinny dip in the neighbor's pool. Which gives us the fantastic line from Tina, 
There's a lot of carrots in that stew. Oh, Ugh. gross. And then, of course, the kids go way too far when they continue messing with the teenagers. Like, if they had just left them in that pool and headed out, then that would have been great. But no. Louise always has to go the extra step. Yeah, and then they get caught. She doesn't like being bullied. No. She teaches people lessons. She doesn't mind being the bully, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I also love when Louise is stealing the cell phone from Amanda Amanda's going into the store to get tampons. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, tampons is just not... It's too many letters? You need to hyphenate it. Yeah. Oh, gotta get some tampons, bye. Like, just... No. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, when something's just so horrible, but you have to keep saying it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's tampons for me. Going back to Teddy's costume party, this whole side story, we all know I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Me neither. But it's also kind of weird. Like, the whole idea is a household pet was murdered, is killed, dead. And we have a whole storyline about a dead animal. Yeah, well, dead animals can be a storyline. It's just, it's a little ridiculous that Teddy just leaps to she's been murdered instead of, I don't know, she just died of natural causes or Inhaled she was... too much toxic fumes. Yeah. Too many toxic fumes. Or maybe fumes. she, like choked on something or a number of reasons like he says that it's because she looks kind of squished but not like to be gross she's not like smushed she hasn't been like splattered on the side of the road like she's just a little squished a little a little crushed a little like there's there's like a, a mark of a foot or something like that on her but she's not you know blood and guts and then everywhere. linda's saying oh i see him i see him moving no 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 linda no. you don't mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I've seen my fair share of stiff hamsters in my day. It's sad. And that's not for your lack of caring for them or looking after them. No, it's just they just don't last that long. They don't last that long. Although a friend of mine did have a guinea pig for like, I don't know, 15 years. It was a very aged guinea pig. Yeah. Do they go gray? Do their whiskers start to droop? They just get lethargic, right? In their old age. Just like people. That's fair. They're not the active seniors that you see. Power walking across town. (laughs) (laughs) Okie (laughs) dokie. All right, moving on. The teenagers discover the Belcher kids hiding in the bushes and they chase them. The younger kids from Kingshead Island finally get their revenge by throwing pea-filled balloons at the teens. The Belchers return home enjoying their full-size chocolate bars. The episode ends with Linda telling the kids the tale of Frankie's death. So you have a theory about how they filled up the pea balloons. Yeah, I'm thinking that they filled them partially with water so that they would expand a bit, and then they peed in them. Because... How would they hold them to pee in them without the water going everywhere? Hold it with both hands? Like, hold it open? Yeah, like, either hold it open or, like, put it on the tip of your... I don't like this because I feel like I'm just giving instructions to people (laughs) for, like, pee-filled balloons. Don't do this. It's so gross, guys. Coming from a guy's point of view, I don't understand how they did this. Because you need a lot of force to fill up a balloon. So if anybody's ever filled up a water balloon, you know that you have to have it secured around like a tap or something. Yeah, yeah. And fill it up and then it starts to expand, obviously. There's a lot of water pressure coming out of that tap. There is in no way an equivalent amount of pressure when you pee. So I don't understand how... The only way to me that makes sense is they fill up like a super soaker or something, like a water gun with pee... And then they squirt it into a balloon. I don't think the force really matters that much. It's just how much stuff is in there. 
Because, like, eventually it will expand. Even if your tap is, like, weak sauce, eventually it's just going to expand. Plus, if you already started with a bunch of water in Mm. it and you're peeing in it, it's really just, like, mostly water, some pee. Mm -hmm. Now, I noticed they also did not animate it with yellow coloring. Yes, that's... Kind of good. I'm I'm pleased about that. I'm okay with that. That's good. You know what? These kids are getting their water intake. Anyway, this has been a long enough conversation about that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I do like that the kids get their revenge after being bullied for years, even though I don't condone ever throwing pee at people. It's gross, guys. It's gross. It's pretty gross. And then I feel bad for Gene because he loses all of his candy, you know? We did mention earlier on in the episode that you should not bring plastic bags. Yeah, you should be bringing, like, pillowcases. pillowcases. They won't rip as easy. Yeah. Jeez, guys. Bunch so, of amateurs. Amateurs. He'll learn. He'll learn from this lesson, and Tina will share her chocolate. Perhaps they're just so used to getting crappy candy from their neighborhood that they would never get even close to filling up a plastic bag. Which is sad. Very sad. Yeah. That's why they're so overjoyed. Good point. This is an earlier part of the episode, but I did not mention that I really do like Louise's line and Jean's line when they first get the full bars. Mm-hmm. And Jean says, What just happened? How does this not topple the economy? Yeah. (laughs) Or crumble the economy? It's just, it's really good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Now, when they're going from house to house, Gene gets two bottles of pop. Yeah. What does he do with those? Do you think he drinks it right there? Because you never see them again. He probably drank like part of it, yeah. Maybe that's why his bag broke first. Oh, maybe. it was full of pop. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I always loved getting pop. It was great. Do you remember your worst? The house that gave you the worst candy? I remember going to certain houses where they just give you, like, a measly pack of, like, five jelly beans, I swear. (laughs) And it was, like, crumpled up, looked like it was something they threw away last Halloween, and most of them would be black jelly beans. Mm -hmm. So it was like, what is this garbage? I'm gonna throw it out. Like, I'm no. This is crap. Mm -hmm. Um, I do remember getting, like, pencils and erasers from some people's houses. Yeah, they choose to give little presents or, like, little... Little Trinkets. school items, figured you'll use those kind of thing. But I never minded that. I wasn't, like, annoyed by it. And I don't remember ever getting, like, apples or bananas or anything from anyone. So. We used to get apples. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My least favorite, or my most memorable least favorite, was getting a bottle of water. <laughs> and wrapped around the bottle of water where the label was, was Bible scripture. Oh, my God. Really? That's That's terrible. Yeah, it was just, uh, it's kind of disappointing. Like, oh, I got a bottle of water. Wait, what's on this? Jesus water. <laughs> it's Jesus water. It's I Jesus love it. water. Great. Turn it into wine, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, I never had anything that bad. Although, my neighbors growing up um, were, were some, like, friends of mine. And they were not allowed to go trick-or-treating. Unless they were dressed up as Joseph or Mary. Um, right, okay. And her parent, or yeah, her parents wouldn't like give out candy to anybody because it was like Halloween was like a bad holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a few of I those. thought that was lame. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's literally just dressing up as stuff and getting candy, guys. Like, can we not make this a satan- satanic thing? But yeah, whatever. And then in school, like, we'd have the Halloween parades through the classrooms. Yeah. Everybody would go, and there'd be the few kids that would not be participating. Oh, gosh. I went to a Catholic school, and we did that. Like, come on. 
Although in high school, we were not allowed to wear costumes at school. But I think it was more so because teachers were worried that, like, girls or boys would wear inappropriate costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, or something, like, too scary, I guess, in their sure. opinion. So instead, every class got a color and everybody dressed up in those colors. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm sorry, that's super dumb. I know it was, it was kind of stupid. Except my 12th grade year, the grade 12s were always black, the color black. So we were all like dressed up like bunch of goths, and it was so fun. We did like all kinds of face paint, and it it was it was good. That's cool. So it always sucked for like I think the grade nines or something because theirs was pink, so they just wore like <laughs> bright pink. But it was fun, you know, like you got to wear like a bunch of clothes and it was weird and we wore uniforms every day. So any chance to not wear uniforms was great. And the uh, chocolate bar names in this episode are pretty great. Uh, Very creative, I'm sure. Any chance that the animators get to Mm -hmm. add their own flavor. We have Cluster Fudge, Holly Trolleys, Gummy Tube, and Choco Loaf. Okay, Choco Loaf just sounds like poop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so it's not appetizing <laughs> personally anyway i, I just think, think of like. egg loaf egg loaf yeah from like the rumors that some breakfast places that you go to and they give you like a oh, an egg yeah. egg sandwich or something it's just like a loaf of egg they slice it off they showed something like that in the beginning of clerks too yeah i'm pretty sure that's what tim hortons does Timmy's, I'm disappointed in you. You are a Canadian institution. Could you please use real eggs? Even McDonald's has you beat there. Yeah. All tea, all shade. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) And the end credits, they're fun, but they don't feature the kids, which is weird. Yeah, it's just Linda and Bob, which you like. Mm Mm-hmm. They're flirting, and they're dancing around their costumes, and the ghost of Frankie, the guinea pig, is just, like, floating around them, and also, like, stretching out. Like, an uncomfortable amount mm-hmm. because she's a ghost. I don't know. It's a little creepy. So I read that that is a homage to Watership Down, and I have not seen it or read it. So I do not know. I do not get the reference. But, yes. Maybe Ghost Bunnies. Because ghost bunnies. I do remember Watership Down having a bunny rabbit on the front. Yes. And it is not a happy book. Okay, that's just like false advertising. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put bunnies on your book if it's going to be scary or unhappy. What about the Redwall books? Huh? What books? Redwall? Tales from Redwall? No. Okay. Someone needs to educate Vivian. <laughs> because I am pop culturally deprived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to a, a great podcast, by the way. <laughs> and what's that one called? Pop culturally deprived. Well, I never. All right. So let's uh, let's go to our burgers this week. Jason, how many do you have? I have two. You have two? Okay, I have three. Let me me guess your burgers and you can guess my burgers. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is one of your burgers Happy Halloweener? Why, yes it is. Oh my god. And it is actually a cut up hot dog (laughs) on the burger. Or you had a good suggestion of what it also could be. I did have a good suggestion that it could be... A cocktail wiener that is cut up into, like, to look like a ghost. All right? So you put, like, a little eyes. You can cut the bottom a little bit. And then you would stick it with a toothpick 
on the top of the bun. You guys can't see it, but she's making great hand gestures. Yeah, I'm really like explaining this visually mm-hmm. in this not visual medium. And if you can't see it, then unfortunately you're lost. Yeah, sorry. You should subscribe to our vlog cast. We're do what? No. <laughs> I don't want to be seen by people. We should, we should start a vlog cast. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Who's thinking about that? <laughs> you are the worst. Okay, Jason, can you guess one of my burgers? Hmm. Hold that psychic ability, I'm Jason. I'm thinking of something nope. really, really terrible. Oh my god. Okay, here it comes. That's rude. Is it a punkin burger? It's a pun pun king burger. Thank oh, you very much. Okay, whoa, you just you're gonna have to tell me where the uh where the pun is on that one. <laughs> Because I don't get it. It I I was honing my psychic abilities, but (laughs) they were failing to come up with the pun. You suck. It has no pun. I realize this. But it is a pumpkin and black bean vegan burger, and I do have a recipe for it. So, quiet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Can I I guess your other burger? Let's see. Can you? I don't know if I get... Wait, what was the other one? Spooky. No, Spooky Spirits. The Spooky Spirits burger. And it was a bunch of different kinds of alcohol on the burger. But yeah, they'd, be, like, in... they'd be all like cooked off. Yeah, you That's cook, what you you cook the burger in all these different <laughs> boozes, all the different spirits. Yeah. So that would spirits. be a spooky spirits. So burger. like rum, tequila, vodka. All of the, all of the above. Oh God, that yeah, sounds you... terrible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's spooky. Spooky spirits. You know what's spooky about it is how gross it's going to be. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it had to be good. That's a good point. It never has to actually taste good. And I'm sensing you have a possible third burger here. No, 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 no. Yeah, third, but you haven't said my second there, so you're getting ahead of yourself there. Oh, really? So, guys, <laughs> we're doing the uh, Burgers of the Week a little bit differently this week. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed. Yeah, we may have already recorded this part and then lost it. So, sorry. Wait, so you're not really psychic? And that means I'm not really psychic? No, it's very unfortunate, oh I know. My gosh. I know. Okay, so let's see. What is your second burger? Um, I'm thinking something to do with a costume. It's a costume Havarti. Yes, it is. That's well, exactly hot right. dang. Well, you gone and figured it out, son. <laughs> yeah, it would come with jalapeno Havarti cheese, which, if you haven't tried, is delish. delicious. So, go and do that now. Get in the car. We'll, we'll wait. Let's go. Well, Jason doesn't remember uh, my third burger that's terrible. Uh, the Hocus... Crocus burger. You know it. And it's very vague. Not if you know where saffron comes from, because saffron comes from crocus flowers. Yeah, it was hard to come up with the third one, I have to say. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I think I already know which one wins, though. I've seen Into the Future. I've even seen oh, the goodness. website with your logo on it. And oh, like, boy. Oh, it's it's great. Oh, boy. So it's been decided. Yep. Which one? Tell us, Jason. I wish it was mine. Because my burgers are very good. This so week. it's obviously the punkin burger. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, honey, no, 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 no. Wow, thirty-seven no's, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
The winner for Burger of the Week this week is It's a Costume Havarti. Yeah! We don't even have to rock, paper, scissor it because I already know that V chooses rock and I choose scissors. And that's it? And that's, that's it. That's... It's a spooky finale for the episode because we already know the future. Ooh. Yeah, we're in touch with the nether realms. Yep, you know it. All right, so that brings us to the end of a strange, spooky burger of the week. And guess what? It was a multiverse radio production. Yeah, I know. I work here too. Oh my god. Really? I've never seen you. (laughs) Am I a ghost? Oh my god, am I a ghost? Can you see me now? (gasps) Guys, you can't see him. He is a ghost. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If, if you you're like, still listening. Yeah. Which, if you made it this you know, far. Gold star for you then. Yeah. Um, if you like our show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. They're not all this messy. Yeah, we promise. If you've been listening to our show, you already know that though. I mean, I hope that someone <laughs> ha- is just not choosing this particular episode to listen to first. Yeah. Don't do that. Go back. Go back. If you have comments or a punny burger name that you want to share, you can find us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. And you can also visit our website, multiverseradio.ca, and send us a spooky email from there. Yeah, send us something with nothing in it. (laughs) Or don't. We'll see you next week for our review of Season 3, Episode 3, Bob Fires the Kids. He finally does it. He's been threatening to do it since Episode 1. Yeah, it was a really big turn of events. Like, he kills them. He just fires them all. The show is over. Yeah. After that episode. So tune in. It will be our finale. It's a doozy. In no way will it be our finale. Good evening. (laughs) Let's uh, roll it back and delete it all. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Scary. (laughs) I know that sounds... Anyway, it was like a box episode. You gotta start that again. Because that was just too... (laughs) What? Another box of mine. <laughs> Ned and Milo warn them about Hell Hunt, where teach- teachers come out. <laughs> I'm gonna get my students now, finally. Okay. Fucking Bronto. Bronking Bucko, whatever. <laughs> what? Let's try that again. <laughs> A fucking Bronco. <laughs> That isn't even close to what you said. <laughs>